Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Truth Hurts. Today, we're going to be talking about false flags. It's now June 2nd. I shot this video and podcast uh, yesterday, but I was so emotional when I shot it. I had long pauses in the video and, and the podcast, so I decided just to shoot this over today while I'm in the comfort of my home. And um, here we go. So, allegedly, uh, two days ago, on the 31st of May, um, there was a shooting in Virginia Beach, a mass shooting where 11 or 12 people were murdered. It was a city municipal building of some sort and allegedly a disgruntled worker, 40 years old, uh, was just uh, got in trouble. I think he was still employed, but he basically came back and he shot up a bunch of people and uh, everybody ran outside, police response, yada, yada, yada. So uh, how I found out about this, I was just, I think I got home Friday night uh, I was already home and I just looked on YouTube and you know the recommendations at the beginning it said something about a mass shooting in Virginia without even looking for anything I just clicked on to see what this is and within three to five seconds I had to pause it because my antennas just shot up now mind you I never look for any of these things I'm just observing life and just when things don't match reality when my energy and senses perception intuition and experience tells me that something is radically off I just kind of perk up in my chair, squint my eyes, focus my brain, and try to look for truth. So that's exactly what I did. So why I paused it within three seconds was, uh, the first thing that I saw was, uh, it was like a four minute segment, right? A new segment with everything, and I'll tell you everything that I saw. First thing is a lady being interviewed. Her name was Megan Banton, Megan Banton. And what made me pause the video was as soon as she started, you know, she was looking a little frazzled and she was like, yeah, so we had an active shooter and, and I just, I just paused it right there. And I said to myself, while it is possible that some people might refer to it as that, but a person who's not familiar with police terms, crisis terms, uh, these type of things, I don't think normal people, maybe I'm wrong guys can correct me but normal people say we haven't we know what an active shooter is but i don't think most people would describe it as an active shooter so like if you asked a regular person um what happened in terms of yeah so there was a guy or there was a gal there was a kid and he was shooting and he just kept shooting that's how it probably sound i don't think people talk in a terrified sense like so we had an active shooter and you know we barricaded ourselves inside the rooms to make sure we were all safe. We kept heard, hearing the police scream and scream and they kept saying it was, it, it's not a drill and I, I knew it wasn't a drill and that's when I called 911. It was like, it was just a wildest story. But initially, once she said the first three lines, active shooter, I paused it. I said, oh God, here we go again with this fucking psychological warfare on damn human beings. But I think, but let me just make sure I'm right. So I Google her name. And before I Google her name, I'm like, watch me find nothing on this lady beyond yesterday. So I'm Googling her name and uh, long behold, 13 to 15 Google pages came up with the same story, which is the exact same story, which the exact same five, six facts that you'll read about this mass shooting from various matrix media outlets. I cannot find, and I'm not saying it's not there, but just from a standard search, cause like, uh, if you just search anybody, you'll see certain things have certain pages that they have. Not everybody has social media, but like Twitter, 
Instagram, these type of things, Facebook, they have high web crawlers, high, they pop up high on Google's search engines and a lot of other things you do. And usually today's time, people have something, LinkedIn, anything that will pop up or even a my profile. Like there's a lot of sites that just collect information on people, right? Those sites will come up if the person usually doesn't have anything. But anyway, none of that, 12 pages, 14 pages within 10, 12 hours of the event of this lady. And he kept saying, Megan Banton, Megan Banton in, in her witness account. And I was shocked, I was like, wait a second. If you if you think about a normal event, normal news, um, coming to a neighbor and they pick a random person for whatever reason uh, to give an interview, they may or may not put their name up if the person allows it, but I guarantee you, if you go home and you Google that person's name that was interviewed in just a random thing, even if it's a major event, um, like when 9-11 happened, you know how many real people they interviewed when 9-11 happened down there? Do you know anybody's name? Was anybody's name put in the paper? Only the way their name is gonna be put in the paper and uh, really go viral like that is if they have an extreme sound bite, they say something critical or just become some kind of famous interview. Just giving an account of what happened wouldn't make you this pivotal of a person in terms of news coverage and your name being everywhere attached to this event. So I was like, oh God, here we go. This seems straight false flag, straight geometria, straight BS, but let's just look closer. So I watched the rest of her interview and it's horrible. She's scratching her eyes, rubbing the back of her head, looking off at a cue card, Trying to act distraught is the best way I can describe it. Just trying to act distraught, kind of trying to look distraught as if somebody told you, look like you're distraught, but no tears, no real raw emotion coming from her. So if you ever seen people that have almost been killed or any sort of traumatic event, you can see the raw emotion. It's like you're nervous, you're shaking. You're, now everybody's different, but there's levels of it. Then there's just, you know, you look like you're lying. Right, it's the reason why when Casey Ant, what was that lady? Casey Wilson, they would kill the baby when she did the news conference or when any of those people that do things to their children give the news conferences, half of the world doesn't believe them. We're like, wait a second, this doesn't seem like a normal reaction. It doesn't seem like the, not to say that we have a, human beings have a standard reaction, but we have similar reactions that kind of all center on some key points. She didn't have that. So she's, it's like she was give, she kept saying these key words like active shooter, uh, we were safe, you know, uh, we can't believe it was unreal. We couldn't think like something like this could happen. You know, the same usual keywords, giving specific information about what was happening, what was happening, but at the same time, she's acting all nervous and distraught, but she can recollect these things very sharply. So I was like, this is just turning out, it's looking like BS, but let me just keep going. So the second crisis actor, or whatever, the second person they interviewed, just in case this is real, I don't want to offend anybody, right? The second person they interviewed was a black lady and, and her performance was even worse. It was just horrible. She said, you know, uh, I did we, she said I and we and the same thing. She kind of fixed it and she stumbled on another word, looked off at a cue card. She just looked like she was actually nervous and lying, but she didn't look nervous as if she had just gotten out from being killed. She looked nervous as if she's nervous giving a performance. Like, I, like, like I've told you guys, I've done acting and it's part of the reason I've done acting, data science and a bunch of things that let me know about what you see, CGI, augmented reality, all that kind of stuff. This type of stuff, I'm not perfect, but I have, I think a heightened sense of awareness of even the nervousness that you have when you're trying to deliver lines or deliver something when you're not prepared or you're not really uh, uh, used to performing in front of a camera. So as far as the scene, the news, like, so, so the news is there, you see this news reporter, you see no, you see two ambulances, but you don't see anybody getting in and out. You see one person being put on a, on a helicopter, uh, it was like a helicopter, it's called like the Allingdale, uh, 
uh, hel helicopter, but you don't see them. This is from far. You just see them wheeling something over. You don't know what it is. They can't see a body. No trauma. No cell phone footage. Just no proof. No bodies. Not one body. Like so, basically, the news. I don't know how the news gets there before the ambulance, right? So if the news is there, uh, but mind you, the, the news is there and they're recording all of these people still running. Like this thing is active. You see cops looking like they're running. You know, all with the military gear and the riot gear and the big AR-15s and everything, and they're all jogging like they're like they're still responding to something. So if they're responding to something, but you see no, the other uh, scenes you see, you see no trauma. You see no trauma coming out the building. You see nobody, anything. So you see all these dramatic things that they show the cops, the airplanes, the things, but you don't see any proof of what's happening. You don't see, you don't see any chaos or anybody acting chaotic around the scene. It doesn't look like how scenes look when things like this really happen. So now they finally show a bunch of people. So the first thing I noticed, it was four sets of, it was like four people and three of them, one guy was just, uh, had his back turned to the camera. Three of them were like facing different directions, but they all were on their phones, like talking. They were not recording. So nobody was like, they always like talking on their phones and wasn't necessarily odd, but it's like nobody was recording. And when these things are happening, even older people, whatever, the reality is people nowadays, somebody thinks to do it. You know, that's why uh, I've told you guys before, like, remember when the rapper guy, XX Tension was, was shot, unfortunately, there was a video circulate with him and his head half blown off in the car. Why? Because people came and should they have taken that picture or not? I, I don't know. But people do record that stuff. And people even think when they're about to die, like, I should record it. Like, the camera... Same way if you were being harassed by somebody, you may want to get proof, the police, you may want to get proof, right? So, whatever. So there's no cell phone footage that I saw, even to this date, two days later, I see no cell phone footage, no proof of anything. Then the camera goes to the right, and it's like a group of 30 people, and this was like the, just the most eerie thing, because the people are all walking on the sidewalk in unison very slowly, almost like a set of extras on the set, uh, like they were being instructed to walk, and like almost like they're about to form some sort of line. What I know, so I, so I was trying to put together the timeline, like, like when, when, when is this? Like these are seemingly the people that just came out of this building and were almost killed. So why is nobody nervous? Why is nobody running? Why is nobody jogging? Why is everybody, like they're not even walking like humans walk when they're walking in unison. Cause usually even if they're walking in unison, they walk in subsets, right? People form their little groups, but they walk as a collective crowd, but it's a little bit more scattered. You didn't see that. You just saw them all just on the, on, on, on the sidewalk as if somebody told them just to walk here, like and just walk these 20, 30 feet while we grab this footage. It was insane. And uh, like I said, nobody seemed frazzled because I'm saying to myself, if, if I got out of this building and I was almost killed or people were just murdered in there, unless the police wanted to talk to me <laughs> and get my information, which they may do or whatever. And, I, and, and, and if I was an employee and worked there, they probably would just, if they need to speak to people, they know they can just come and grab those names later unless you're suspect. So if you don't want those people to get out the building, like I'm out of there, like I'm leaving. So where were, what were these people just staying around looking? So they were all just standing there looking as if they're observing something, but it wasn't any set of nervous. Like who would be, what are you looking for to see something come? It just didn't seem real. It didn't seem real. Usually in those kind of situations, the cops gonna tell you to get the hell out of here. You know, we'll handle this, da da da. Or, you know, you see people involved, but you see a little bit more of chaos from the situation. So. There were like a thousand other suspicious things, but let me get to the kicker, right? So here's where it gets interesting. So this is why I was like, oh my God, another one. So I go to the shooter. So now the shooter's allegedly a 40-year-old disgruntled employee. The story on every site, every page, I already have a story written out for you that the guy's disgruntled. How do you know he's disgruntled? They don't tell you. 
Uh, his name is uh, Dwayne Craddock, and he's allegedly a black guy. Another thing to just fuck with your head. If you think it's mass shooter, you know, all right, this is a white man. But then, no, it's going to be a black guy this time, so just give you more PTSD and fuck your brain up so you can't even process what the hell you think you're seeing. So I'm like, all right, black guy, a disgruntled black guy comes into a, <laughs> to a job and shoots people like you've never heard this in your life. But okay, fine. So, all right, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run with it for now. So I start doing some searches. So I searched this name, and I don't know if it was the first, second, or third page, but long story short, I found the name. And it wasn't, a, it, it, you know, obviously the first set of stuff was all attached to this event. The first thing I found outside this event was a guy by the name of Jonathan Dwayne Craddock. And this is a white guy, check this out. Very interesting, listen very carefully. So Jonathan Wayne Craddock, right, was from, or, or lived in, I think, Scranton or something like that, South Carolina, Strattisburg or something like that, uh, South Carolina. He died on November 25th, 2018, right? So just white guy dies, same name, whatever, so far. Now, here's where it gets interesting. This event happened on the 31st, right? 31st of May. So it happened on the 31st. Um, this guy that was, uh, that died with the original name, Jonathan Dwayne Craddock, lived exactly, and I, I just did the math, 31 years, 131 days. I'll say it again. This event happened on the 31st of May. The, the gentleman that I found with the exact name, I thought that was odd that somebody had that exact name, um, lived 31 years and 131 days and died on November 25th, 2018. Now here it gets even more strange. The time, it's, it's exactly 187 days, which is we all know is the cop code for murder, kill, and death, between November 18th and May 31st. I can't make this up because these are the type of things they do. They take sometimes real people, fake people. Like I guarantee you all those people, they, they always come with the pictures of the people. The pictures just look so fake. They're all like smiling and shit. Americans aren't even that fucking happy anymore even when they take pictures. So those are probably all CGI generated images. They can generate a face like that's nothing. Like let me give a quick warning. I have to take a break. What you see in today's times, like you must say, remember they say, none of what you hear, half of what you see, it's about a tenth of what you see in today's times. And you need to study CGI. You need to study Photoshop. You need to study augmented reality. You need to study virtual reality. You need to study about 10, 20 more disciplines uh, around film, around optics, around all of these things. Because just with the technology we have today, you can create anything. You can superimpose anything. You can layer things, dimensions. So all I'm saying is, you know, before you say, at least I saw, we already know our brains are, are, are not really seeing everything exactly how it is in this environment anyway. And trust me, in today's times, you can b believe I, maybe 1% of what you see because it's that crazy. So going back to, to this situation now, I'm going to give another example. In the Nipsey Hussle video, uh, I don't know if I referenced this, but Nipsey Russell, when he died, there was uh, 87 days, I think, left in the in the uh, year. And I think Nipsey Hussle died 87 days into the year. So Nipsey Russell died 87 days, you know, um, with the year left. And then they killed Nipsey Hussle with 87, 87 days into the year. 
Mind you, Nipsey Hussle was killed on the 31st. All right. 13 is the reverse of that, which they always do, the 1331 rituals. It was 13 years to the day where ATL came out, 2006 to 2019, May, excuse me, March 31st. Just coincidences, right? The Nipsey Hussle thing, Nipsey Russell, 87. And the Roddy Rich video, which you're hearing the video in my, in my other podcast, you'll see me reference that they threw up the six, he was shot six times, and they threw up 33, 33 years old is when he died. So you see the same numbers every time. And they all have significant meetings, but this, these things are so abstract. Just listen to how it sounds, like even me saying it. And I know exactly what I'm talking about. It's so abstract, they know that most people are not gonna be able to comprehend it, process it, believe it, and even if they do, what do they do, right? So anyway, that was the kicker on this one, false flags. Uh, what's interesting to me as we wrap this up is like, in, in all honesty, it's like, to me, they're just getting more, like, I don't know if they're getting sloppier, arrogant, or just more like, I don't give a fuck because it's like it's almost getting laughable now like what they're just like they're like they're not even doing a good job with this shit like 9-11 was actually a good job like <laughs> I didn't cover this shit is not even a good job anymore like it's like really getting desperate but you know if somebody if you ask me what the agenda behind it's a lot of things like I said number one is to keep you under constant psychological warfare like because the human being is an is a is a being that only certain amounts of people know their true power and these people know your power and they know one of the many ways to stop your true power is to keep you in a perpetual state of fear because fear not only does it it creates a bad dna low frequency uh encoding of, of yourself so you can't develop those other strands it um blocks blessings it blocks thought it blocks synchronicity it blocks love it blocks so many things that put you more in tune with your greatness with your awareness forget even greatness your awareness and alertness when you elevate your awareness alertness and perception you can see this as clear as day it's like that movie they they live once you see it it's like the shit will be laughable what they threw in your face and what you took for reality so that's one reason to keep people in the dark but the other reason is just to push their agenda so with these things everything you know these things have a uh, meaning behind them to me reliance on police obviously gun control they're not going to stop till they take those guns from people because they see the information is passing people have their guns it's like they 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 are going to do something very dramatic pretty soon and uh, it's really sad i just hope more and more people can wake up and see these things because they're really obvious it's like really you know you have to ask yourself you know and if you don't believe me uh, why don't you go to YouTube or anything and just or just anywhere online look at real murders look at times real things happen you'll see look at real CPR look at real blood coming out of somebody you, I mean everybody's not gonna be with this kind of stuff but if you really want to know how these type of scenes look and I, this this shit does happen but you'll be able to see how insane this footage that they give you and how they never give you they give you a, a lie a fake dramatic story all the answers real quick press conferences this narratives and then they just never speak about it again and then it's just in your mind right because you have all these things to deal with in your life they know you can't process all this that's part of the that's part of the psychological warfare in your brain it's just distraction stress 
in your cities and your towns and your states. That's why they keep doing things. They keep making the roads more congested. The, this, things don't get smarter. You're not noticing this, that everything gets more to have human beings just bumping into each other with more and more stress and anxiety to keep people more divided and less whole, less sharing of information and passing of information and less in love with each other and with humanity. So they can keep distracting you, giving you the problem and then providing you with the solution, man. The truth hurts, man. Wake up, people. I'm out of here. everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and thinking forward that email address is podcast at gmail.com once again podcast at gmail.com once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it, we will engage, and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.